0: There are sons and daughters in this room that just saw that and uh, are thinking about their dad right now saying, thank you, dad, that's what you've done. And then there are other sons and daughters here and watching that that's not been your experience, but I encourage you today to listen in because God, your real father, wants to do something fresh in your life. And if you're a dad that has come here with dreams and hopes, but also regrets, because you need more than a mulligan, you need more than another at bat, you need a whole new opportunity, God can help you too. And I promise you this, the God I'm going to talk to you about today knows exactly where you are. He knows if it's been good, if it's great. He also knows if it's really tough and gut-wrenching, and He wants to meet with you today, so don't let yourself go somewhere where God doesn't want you to go. Where God wants you to go right now is to listen for his voice. All right. Happy father's day again. I want to talk to you with a message I've titled my father and his God guys, dads, we gave you a baseball and a marker. Don't hand it over to some little kid right now. (laughs) We'll leave, they'll leave a mark forever here, but uh, hold on to this. We're going to get to this at the end of the message. Um, I had a great time this past week. My daughter, Savannah, and my son, Devin, surprised me uh, with a, a baseball game, another. People are like, dude, what, do you do anything besides go to baseball? Well, it's a connection between my dad and I. And, and we went to Nat, uh, the Nat Stadium uh, in the middle of the week to see the Pirates again, four o'clock afternoon game. And I thought we were going to be sitting in the nosebleeds because that's the hint I gave them. I gave them a hint about this game. And so we get there and I start to head up. And, and Devin said, no, Dad, that's not where we're going. And I knew what that meant. Dun, dun, dun. And, and we were, we we're like five, six rows from the field, brother. Right there. I mean, the pirates are so bad, I could have went out and helped. It was that, it was like, I was like, just ask, just ask me, I won't even charge you. You don't have to pay me. I can, I can throw one and make him hit it in the upper deck too. I can easily, it. and it won't cost you as much, anyway. So, anyway, we had a great time, and uh, I want to wish my son Devin, and he does a great job on those, on those graphics and I say, I want to wish him, uh, Deb's driving right now, listening as they're driving with, uh, with, uh, with Shelby and Gram Slam and Emmy as they go to Charleston for the beach at South Carolina. And I, also, my son in law, Mason, happy Father's Day to you all. Happy Father's Day to everybody. I want to ask you guys a question this morning. If your dad, or if you're going to be a dad someday and somewhere down the line, someone you have a kid or have a couple kids or like Tyler have 111 kids. Um, You know, I remember when I was doing a, a little, little premarital counseling with Tyler and Christine way back and I, I said, how many kids you guys think you're going to have? And, and without blinking Christine looked at me and she, and you never know back then, she was just telling the truth or just getting under, just making a joke. And she goes eight. And I went, yeah, right. She goes, no, really eight. I think they're like on the way, <laughs> right? Shh. if someone would ask your kids someday to describe your walk with God, in other words, if God showed up, dad, uh, to your son or daughter down the road somewhere and said, hi, I am your father's God, would you go, wow, I went in on that because I know how my dad walked with God. I am your father's God. There would be some people that would probably go, "Uh, no thanks. Right? Regardless of if it's that extreme to that extreme, somewhere in the middle, here's what I want you to think about. In this message, we're going to see some things by somebody that walked by faith. and, And when God speaks to you about some of those principles that you identify with, at the end of the message, I'll give you an opportunity to take your marker and write them somewhere on your baseball and have that around you somewhere at your desk or whatever and look at it in the morning or whenever and, and continue to make that your prayer. So that maybe this time next year, regardless of what it's like right now, even if it's great, it'll be better, right? Maybe that'll be true where, where God would say, I'm, your, I'm the God of your Father. And they'll say, Get down, and, get down and worship. Wouldn't that be awesome? That can happen. Can it not happen? Let me ask you a question. Can can, not, can the God of all heaven and earth not do anything? Isn't all things, everything possible with him? It is. You might say, yeah, but so but Pastor Tim, I I I'm gonna really need some directions. I know. Me too. But the Bible points to a man in his faith, and his name was Abraham. Now Yesterday was Juneteenth and, and Abraham Lincoln. When you think of Abraham in the United States, most of the time you think of Abraham Lincoln and, uh, and then we're coming into the July 4th time, think of, I always think of Abraham Lincoln and the other founding fathers and, and that's good. But if you have a religious background or a biblical background, maybe the Bible Abraham will pop in your mind. That's who we're going to talk about. You know, the Muslims honor Abraham, the Jewish people, of course, honor Abraham and the Christians consider him the father of our faith. You know, the Jewish scriptures give us the story of Abraham, the whole story. And then the New Testament unfolds it for the people of faith who are beyond Jewish. And about the promises God made to this Abraham, and for walking by faith with God, the, 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 the promise would, would culminate in the one, the, the, the seed who would come from him, who would be the one, Jesus Christ, and through him all the nations of the earth, could be blessed, and for those who believe in Jesus Christ, we spiritually become the sons and daughters of Abraham and inherit the promises God made to him. Isn't that cool? So I thought, how am I going to describe this? Isaiah, speaking by the Holy Spirit, said, look to Abraham. And Paul also said that we've been called to walk in the footsteps of the faith of Abraham the man of faith. I thought, how can I describe, because I'm a, I'm a teacher, and I, go, I like to go into layers, and I, I preach series in one message, and I think a message is one point, and it's a book, and I, and I never can land the plane that But I thought, how am I gonna, God help me, and I was struggling with that, and Dev was here putting up security cameras on, and I was like, I can't, I got all this stuff, I can't bring it down. Anybody, a writer that can help me with that, somebody, please, get see me. Um, but I, I can't, and so I went for a ride, Well, actually, I went for a ride and I got more frustrated and I got here and Devin said, go for another ride. So I went for another ride. (laughs) And as I went for a ride, it just came to me. How would Isaac write a Father's Day card to Abraham? Write what he'd write and read it. So I'm going to use my creative abilities or lack thereof and try to read to you father's day card that isaac would write to his dad dear dad i'd tell all my friends this about you on father's day my dad could hear the lord you've always told us that god spoke to you and He said, go from your country, your people and your father's household to the land. I will show you, dad, I know when you put your ear pods in, they're always on mono, even though they're in both ears, you listen in mono. You only listen to one sound, one voice. I know you could hear a lot of things and a lot of influences, but you only listen to one. One God, one supreme commander and creator of your life. I tell all my friends, my dad can hear the Lord. As a matter of fact, you've heard things that people would think make you crazy. Leave the major hub of your world behind. Pick up with your family and leave. Trusting in an invisible God and a voice that we never heard, but you say you did. And we ask you where you're going and you say you're not sure, but God knows. But you hear one voice and off we went. You said God told you he would give you the ability to father a child in your old age and I came into being because you heard the Lord. Me being born (laughs) when neither you nor mom could make it happen. And God told you to take me up on a mountain. I'll come back to that later in the card. Dad, I love how you hear the Lord. But that's not all. Dad, on this Father's Day, I just wanna say that I admire, I love how you are God's friend. I would tell everybody, my dad is God's friend. No, no, wait. God called my dad his friend because, Dad, you believed God and God said that you were right in his eyes, like a credit deposit in your life account. And he called you his friend. Dad, you're so close to him that he even tells you his secret names. These sacred whispers from him to you and. Every time you move on in faith off that mono voice and you do something and you come back around, you always have a new name for God. Not one that you make up, but one that he tells you. One that he reveals to you, some new name. And the stories you tell us, the stories about how he came down to your tent before I was born and you ate with him, you fixed him dinner, and those two that were with him, and after so many moments you have another name for him and he shares with you like Yahweh. And we come to know that he's going to be an eternal promise keeper to you and to me and mom and and our family. El Shaddai, the almighty who you said told you he would give you the strength to keep going and keep growing, this all-powerful God who would give us the power to become what we could never become and do things that are impossible to do that we could do, Dad, I've watched him grow you. I've watched him grow you. I've watched you, Dad, let him grow grow you. And on that walk I took with you, I got in on the secret too. Your friendship with God let me in on the secret. Nobody knew that his name was Jehovah Jireh. He's our everything and promises to provide everything for us, everything to people like you, Dad. People who give him everything. I love that you're his friend and he calls you his friend. Dad, I hope you know what I think of you on this Father's Day because your faith built our family. Your faith built our family. I would tell my friends, my dad built our family foundation on a holy altar. As you told us that the Lord appeared to you and said to your offspring, I will give this land. So every promise he made to you, you went out and built an altar there and and you called on the God who spoke to you. And all those altars you built, are still in your life, Dad. And I wanna tell you something, I'm going to use them. My sons and daughters, we're going to use them. I'm going to call upon the name of the God of my Father. I'm gonna be a seeker like you, Dad, because you seek God and you find him and it's built our family. You said that's why God chose you in the big picture. You told us about that family foundation moment when God said, I have chosen him so that he will direct his children and his household after to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just so that the Lord will bring about all he has promised that's why we're strong dad your altars as a matter of fact I appreciate the fact that you wouldn't even let me date without you picking the community from which I could find the woman and you made your servant swear on his life that he would only go to those who were honorable to you Dad, I bless you today on this Father's Day because your faith walk is legendary in my eyes. You're a legend to me, Dad. Your faith is legendary not because it points to you, but it's pointed us to God who called you. I think of your faith And it's legendary in my eyes. Do you know that, Dad? I wanna tell you that your faith is legendary in my eyes. The stories, Dad, you know the stories you've told us? I I believe they're gonna be told way beyond my life and Jacob's life. I'll tell my friends, my dad's faith walk is legendary. I mean, think of it. Without weakening in your faith, you faced the fact that your body was as good as dead being 100 years old. But you didn't waver through unbelief regarding the promise God made to you. But you were strengthened in your faith. And you gave glory to God because you were fully persuaded that God had the power to do what he has promised. You're a legend, Dad. Let me add to that, your bold faith saved uncle lot twice. Where would uncle lot be if it wouldn't be for you, dad? And you know, the second time when uncle lot and aunt, what's her name? And the kids moved to crazy town, Sodom. And then you went on that walk with God and the two came down to dinner with him and you got a hold of God. I mean, you really pleaded with God and he dispatched angels and went in and saved Uncle Lot and my cousins. And I feel bad about Aunt. What's her name? I wanna believe like you, Dad. My son's even going after you now. Have you heard? Yeah, Jacob said, Pap's dad appeared to him. I know he's not really committed like you are or me. And he had to go off to work with Uncle Laban. Um, He caused some trouble around here. You know how ornery he is. Please say a prayer for, for him. I pray God will get a hold of him. Most of all, dad, most of all, I want to thank you for showing me the depth of your love for God. You love God more than you love me. And I know that no one has ever loved me as much as you love me. Because you've always loved him most I love him more I would tell my friends the most important thing I've seen about my dad's walk with God is that my dad loves God more than he loves me and because he does I love God more I know the time he tested you, nobody lo- knows it like me. He called your name and like you always do, you said, here I am. Yeah. And he said, take your son, your only son. And then he knew how you felt about me, whom you love. It suck. And go to the region of Moriah and Well, you know, the thing about you is you love God more than me, and you love me. You love God more than you love Mom, and you adore Mom. Dad, and I know, and I treasure your love for me. I come around from as early as I can remember and you always break out into a smile when I'm there. You and mom still laugh about how I was born. I'm named after that story. God came down and told you an unbelievable promise and mom laughed when she was doing the dishes and God said, well, that's going to be his name. You laughed and here I am, I'm the son of your laughter. But you never laugh at me. You make me feel like my life brings you the greatest joy. But I know that your joy for God exceeds your joy for me. I know your love for God exceeds your love for me. You came to me and said you and I had to go on another road trip. But you seemed troubled about it this time, but committed. To a mountain on a three days journey we went. I always loved when you said you were going on a God adventure, but this one, though, you didn't say a lot about it. Other times you couldn't wait to launch out the door. This time you were fiddling around a little bit. And I know you were so tired that morning we started to leave for Mariah and then you said you didn't get much sleep the night before. And it would just be us, not mom. And we're going all the way up on top of that mountain. Let's just say what we both experienced and made in that memory that day Made me love God like you do, Dad. An altar, a moment like no other. I questioned, we prayed, we cried, we worshiped, and then I'll never forget what happened next. that voice of your friend who called out your name like he was trying to get you to stop from walking over a cliff that you didn't see with love and thunder so powerful that it broke the cords that I was wrapped in I heard it too You took me there and I heard what you heard. You took me to the depths of your love with God. I saw what you saw, I felt what you did. Then I heard that ram's cry from being caught in the thicket. The cords loosening off my life and up from the altar I rose and I'll never be the same again. The most unforgettable moment in my life came because you loved God more than me. And God let me in on the secret thing, the mystery hidden about a deep promise about something and someone who would come in our place. And not just for us, but for mom and for Jacob and our tribe and our friends. for people as many as those stars you always look at in the night in wild-eyed wonder. On the mountain of the Lord, that's where everyone can find your friend. And we went down knowing what no one else knew. Your God, the God in mono, has a voice that wants to speak straight into the heart of every person and make a substitutionary sacrifice for everyone. And when I tell people what that is, they will want to be his friend too because you called that place, the Lord will provide. And to this day, Dad, it is being said, on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. So, happy Father's Day, Dad. Love the son that you love, your son of laughter, Isaac. Amen? Amen. Got your baseball, got your marker. Next slide. I'm gonna give you time, the band's gonna come up. I wanna give you time, if you want, you can write one thing on your baseball guys, or if you really good, you can write all of those things on there. One, two, pick anyone you want, anyone that's it, that touches your heart most, or if you wanna put them all, do it. Put them in different spots. While the band plays, we're gonna give you time to do that in a minute. And when you're finished, I wanna invite you to pray with me. And then I want you to take your baseball and walk out of here in the footsteps of the faith of Abraham. Just to summarize his life, the footsteps of Abraham lead to a friendship with God. But you have to be mono in your ear earpods because he wants us to detach our heart from the world's so-called God's. He wants us to set a model for our kids in a world that worships everything but Him. He's adamant about our kids being kept inside the covenant community, but not be cluttered and stifled as they are. He wants them to look beyond the stars. That we keep the revelation names of the Lord before our family so that he can give us the strength that our heart can grow strong in faith. He's not asking you to give him a faith you don't have. He's going to give you the strength to give him a faith that he builds. He wants your walk of faith to become a walk of deep worship. He wants to teach you that you can trust him deeply with every step. And he'll watch over those steps as you go with him He wants you to build altars so important along every point of the journey that your kids will see it and know that when they approach the altar, they will have contact instructions on how to reach God. Lose yourself, loose yourself from the godless idols and influences that compete against the ear pods. The one voice. That one who longs to lead you and yours and others into the incredible promises of a living God because he still is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. 400 years after he promised Abraham. 400 years. Four centuries. He appears to Moses. And Abraham's faith experience is so rock star legendary that when God says to Moses, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Moses stands in reverence of fear. God wants us to leave some things behind today but leave footprints of faith so that others can believe. Have you written down one, two, all, got it ready? Would you stand with your baseball in your hand? You can grip it across the seams or with the seams. Knuckle, knuckle curve, whatever you got, hold on to it. Have your baseball. I want to invite you, dad, with your baseball to come up here, stand around the altar with your baseball and and whatever you've written down on there, the one that's meaningful right now in your life, without having to make promises, without having to roll up your your moral muscles, you just come with the level of faith you have and just take a step, stand here by faith at an altar, a so-called make-up altar, and I just wanna pray with you that God will honor your step of faith. And a blessing over every dad, household, and family in this room. I'd like you to do that. But I also, as I was standing over there, and this is going to be, this is a challenge. If you're in this room, you're a man or a young man. The Holy Spirit spoke to me right over there, and I got to be obedient to him. He said to me, there are young men and men who never had at this point yet, and that's all about the change if you step in faith. They've never had a father figure, a spiritual, inspirational father figure in their life. And God sent me here today to tell you that he doesn't want you to mourn over that because he's gonna make this morning a new morning for you. That there are people that are in this room, godly men, who are going to see you moved by faith and an expression of humility of need. You come to this altar indicating all right church you talk a big game about letting it rain and let the wind blow well here's the kind of wind I need I need a human being who is a real temple of God to see my need of being a fatherless son Desperately needing a mentor of God in my life. And I want to let you see me so that you can't leave here without seeing me tomorrow. The Holy Spirit wants to bring you from morning, M O U R N I N G, to this morning, God beginning to make a connection. You may not have an influencer come into your life today, but I want you to step out in faith just like Abraham did. Go somewhere, where? I'll tell you. Do something, what? I'll tell you. I'll meet you on the other side of do it. Walk by faith. You ready? Fathers, come on. And those I just described, maybe the toughest thing you've ever done It would be hard for me to do that. But listen, I want your step of faith to unlock your destiny of being able to be raised up, ministered to, mentored, come up and give room, move in by somebody else. How will we know who that is? Well, I'll tell you what, if a kid walks up here, you'll know, won't you? A kid walks up here, you'll know, a son, Someone who needs a dad. Holy Spirit, we just give this time to you. Holy Spirit, we just give this time to you. I want you guys, I'm going to pray for you, then I'd encourage you to stand up here while we sing this next song because it's very fitting. Dustin and I didn't even converge on planning this connection, but this I heard them practicing this song and it fits perfectly in. I'd like you to stay here after our prayer, and just allow the presence of God to move. How many of you that are here, when I just described the need, that probably a few a few people in this room, or maybe a lot on the internet, when you when you think, I, it gets to my heart to think that there's a young man, a young woman, you know that. I mean, I. I'm so blessed of the dad that raised me, I feel guilty about it sometime. Because I, I know there's good men and good kids that haven't been able to have that experience yet and I pray that if I have something to say about it, can say something to make a difference in influence, that's gonna change for somebody. Oh, what a difference that could happen in one kid's life because someone steps into their world as an honorable, godly, man of faith you feel that you feel that I do Heavenly Father I pray for my brothers I pray for every man that's overwhelmed with the responsibilities and and here's the same enemy and, and and the accusations of of the enemy that always tells us how short we come How what we lack, what we're not, and always is in the car with us. Even when we throw him out, he shows up again in the back seat until he gets in the front and tries to get the wheel. And We all relate to that. We all live in that. But I pray that we'd lift up our eyes. I pray that every man here would lift up your eyes to the God of Abraham and Isaac and even Jacob. Jacob was a swindler and God began to work in his life. He had to wrestle the swindle out of him, but he had a time for that. Father, I pray the blessing of Abraham, oh my God. I pray the blessing of Abraham on every man, every dad, every grandpa, here, there, and everywhere. Upon them, and what they've written down on that baseball, that you would make alive. There are men that know that they have no more ability to father something new in their life than Abraham did to have a kid. But may they not waver in unbelief regarding the word of God today, but may you make them strong and may they grow in faith being fully persuaded that what you promise you will bring to pass and that their life will bring glory to you that their life will bring glory to you and for every young man everyone that I described in my spirit I don't even know who you are I don't even know who you are but my heart my heart cries to God for you that you will believe today even what you do not see that you will believe today that God the Father of all spirits will put your feet on a pathway to meet with a mentor. Someone's going to find you just like Barnabas found Saul of Tarsus. Someone's going to find you and someone's going to bless your life. God I ask for that. I ask for that in the name of Jesus. I ask for that by the loving kindness of the Lord that beats in your heart, that you would release that into the lives of those who need it most. Cry out to him, friend, and ask him for it. Ask him for the sun, the moon, and the stars. Ask him for it. We praise you in Jesus' name. Would you stand here and let's worship him together with this wonderful band that always hits home runs with their songs, and let's believe God for great things today, and then you'll be dismissed.